So we're going to talk money, how to hold on to yours, how to make sure the government doesn't uh, step in and snatch some of it because they're getting ready to do that with some new rules. We'll get to that in just a moment. I want to um, highlight something before I forget, though. Tonight at UCLA AAP Learning Pavilion 11112 Campbell Hall, they're celebrating the lives of apprentice uh, Bunchy Carter and John Huggins. Um, it's important African-American uh, history about the Black Panther Party uh, to... Um, uh, Black Panthers from the L.A. chapter um, who were murdered at UCLA. Um, and this is an annual commemoration that they do. It is tonight. But this year they're having keynote speaker Erica Huggins, uh, who is a Black Panther Party member, a former political prisoner, a human rights advocate, a poet, and an educator. So that is tonight, 5.30 to 8 p.m. at AAP Learning Pavilion, one 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 two Campbell Hall at UCLA campus as part of the academic advancement program, um, you know, programming. And they have an annual celebration tonight celebrating the lives of Bunchy Carter and John Huggins. So if you can be there, it's important black history. And I'd love for us to be able to show up and show out. Uh, also tomorrow, uh, the um, celebration of life for Bobby Jean Anderson is taking place and I will be there. Hope you can be there to celebrate the life and the work of, uh, you know, someone who really showed up for our community. That's at uh, 10 a.m. The viewing is at nine. The service at 10. It's at Greater Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church on Denker in Los Angeles uh, in loving memory of Bobby Jean Anderson. It is my pleasure and my honor to introduce uh, a common sense advisor, because there's a whole lot of money. And some of it just leaks out everywhere. She helps people control their lives and their futures by showing them how to get control of their finances. She believes knowing how to manage our money is one of the most important life skills for people at every age. And she tries to keep it simple for us. She's senior advisor, uh, financial advisor for wealth management, financial advisors. And she's a UCLA MBA, a Stanford graduate with a track record for saving thousands of homes from foreclosure, helping people to make and keep money and uh, grow the money that they have. Marie Deary, good morning. Good morning, Dominique, and good morning, KBLA listeners. It's a pleasure to be here for the new year. I am so welcome. Welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that you're here. Um, I always say Maria saved more black people's homes in the fire department, uh, <laughs> helping people to not make those mis common mistakes, but also working a lot with small businesses, nonprofits, and even big corporations to get our ducks in a row. And this is something we talk about all the time off the air, Marie, right? How a lot of black owned small businesses and, you know, people of color owned small businesses, but specifically black do not have our paperwork together. Yeah, um, and and there there are many reasons for this. Um, one of it is um, time. Yeah, um, small businesses, whether or not you're black, um, non-black, small businesses spend a hundred percent of their time working <laughs> and don't have the time to stay abreast of uh, what is important uh, paperwork 
for their business. Taxes and certifications and things like yes. that, right? Yes. So, I mean, and I know that's true. I'm, I own a small business, and I, as you know, because you helped me with it, <laughs> and I have <laughs> lots of friends that own small businesses, and many times we're the only employee we got, and we're over here, you know, trying to do everything from washing the dishes to, you know, making making the phone calls, doing the social media, like we're doing everything. Um, but what are the what are some of the prices that we pay for not having those those ducks in a row? The price that we pay is the fact that we remain small. We cannot get the finances we need because the finances we need to grow our business. One of the first thing the lenders ask for are our taxes. And if we do not um, have that in order, we're not going to get the finances. They ask for They want to see your certification. They want to see that you are current with the um, the Franchise Tax Board, which is the state of California. If you live in California, if you live in New York, it would be the same. So they want to see your paperwork. And a lot of times we don't have that um, in order. Um, A perfect example was um, the PPP. I help hundreds thousands of small businesses. And let me tell you, getting their paperwork in order was a challenge. We did it, but it was a challenge. So getting your 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 paperwork, keeping your, if you have a, um, a nonprofit, if you have an LLC, if you have a corporation, the the main the main objective for these corporations or these um, LLCs is the, is A, to make money, and B, you want to be able to pass it on. And you can only pass on what you have documentation for. Yeah, there's so many things here. Like, um, I think a lot of us have the mentality of minimizing what we make, like saying, okay, we're not making any money, so that way we won't get taxed at a high level. But um, there's consequences to that, too. Yes, yes. If you make a hundred thousand, put it down. You made a hundred thousand. The key is not how much is how much you keep. So you make a hundred thousand, but you may have a hundred and ten in in expenses. You want to make sure you list your expenses. And as Dominique, you know, I have a passion for small businesses and their owners. And one of the requirements, I believe, in a, with any kind of business, big or small, is a profit and loss. Without a profit and loss, you don't know where, if you're up, downside, you don't know. So you need a profit and loss every month so you can see what you where you going I mean, how much money you really making commonly you known may, as a pnl right right a P, yes a profit and loss or pnl you may think you're making money because oh wow i had a hundred thousand went through my bank account but when you look at your expenses you really did not make any money 
Right. You might have been working all month and actually losing money. Oh, we were in a in a Uber <laughs> the other day, me and you together. And the, the woman was sharing with us how she rents the car from Uber. And then Uber takes half of the money she makes on every trip. And then she's got to pay for gas. And the maintenance, If she when she uses her own car, she has to pay the maintenance on that. When she rents their car, she has to pay the rental for that. And how uh, you are basically saying you thinking you're make, making more than you are. Yes, because gas, she has to pay for that. She has to pay for insurance. She, I mean, she really don't know how much money she's really making because she, she, don't, she don't know anything about a P&L. I feel like you told me once that a lot of Lyft and Uber drivers actually are not making any money, or they think they're making more than they are. That is true, and they're really not. The person who is making the money... <laughs> Uber is, and Lyft, yeah. Uber and Lyft. Yeah. That, that, yeah. But, but what you're saying, the profit and loss is basically a list of everything you spent in one month and a list of everything you made in one month, right? I mean, that's the simple that's version simple. of a P&L. It's, that's a, the simple version. And then you can add up both of those columns and see which one is bigger and you'll have an which, idea which, whether you're making any money or not. What are you making? Because, because you don't know. If you, if you are not doing a profit and loss every month, you do not know how much money you are making mm. or how much money you are losing. How much you're losing, right. Okay, well, we got a lot to talk about. I do want to get into, you know, what we've talked about before, but I really need to drive home regarding taxes. But also, when we come forward, we'll take a look at this new requirement for small businesses that many of us may not even be paying attention to, but it will definitely bite us in the butt. And Marie is about to let us know how to avoid that butt bite when we come forward on KVLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. Thank you for waking up with Dominique DePrima. Thank you for waking up with your money and learning how to keep and hold on to that money and care for it like you love it. Uh, I guess we're on a roll today on um <laughs> on a Wealth Building Wednesday with uh, Black Money Matters, so actlikeit.com, and now wealthmanagementlb.com, uh, Marie Deary. Marie, um, let's cut to the chase here. I, I do want to talk taxes, but talk to me about this new rule. I want to make sure that folks don't miss this moment, because this is one of those times when we can end up um, really, you know, having a problem that we didn't need to have. Dominique. There are roughly, there are over 3 million companies in the United States that were formed um, as American companies in or, out, in or out of the United States. The, this new law, o, um, BOI, is, is a federal law that requires every company to register with FinCENT. FinCENT is the Financial Crime Enforcement Network. And every company 
if you are the um, the ben- the beneficial of a company, and what is a beneficial? This is a this is an individual who owns more than twenty five percent or more of a particular company. You are required to register your business with FinCENT. So the feds want to keep track of us. The feds want to keep closer track of the businesses in the U.S. and out of the U.S., owned by U.S. people. Yeah. Exactly. So what what this federal crime enforcement network is saying that there are a lot of companies that are doing crime, um, washing money, laundering money, um, and the federal government don't know about these companies. Who who are they owned by? If they're financing terrorist organization, so it is one way for the federal government to know who these companies are, and they are mandating that every every company registered. The only companies that do not have to register, it's companies that are registered with the SEC. So, so those companies already provide the information to the federal government, but it is, it is mandatory. So it's, and, it's, it's um, beneficial ownership information, BOI. And, and, yes. and I mean, we have until when to do this? You have until the end of the year. It was um, implemented as of January 1st, 2004. It was put on the books um, in, 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 in 2021 during COVID when we thought every, everything was shut down. The government was busy working and um, it was put on the books then. So, so companies have until the end of the year to register with FinCEN. Now, remember, FinCEN is not um, part of the IRS. So when you file your taxes, you cannot assume um, this information will be sent to FinCEN. You have to you have to register, or you have to get a company like my company to register your your business with FinCent. Man, I didn't even know there was a thing called FinCent. F I N C E N dot G O V FinCent dot gov Financial Crimes Enforcement Network sounds really <laughs> scary. I know from spending some time in Canada that they are very very strict about how they, you know, any company, any financial transaction, I guess they had some money laundering problems. So it sounds Mm -hmm. like we're now taking up the kind of controls that they have. But I mean, it's kind of like you're giving your info to the CIA or something, right? I mean, in a (laughs) sense, the feds want to see you now. Yes, they want to see and they want to know who you are. Um what what kind of business you are in because one of the things that they are stated not just money laundering and and um tax evasion a lot of these companies are shell companies and they are preventing companies like your company 
from getting from making money from from getting contracts. So they want to level the playing field for um, for American companies and for for the companies that are legit. There are a lot of small companies, a lot of big companies out there that are not legit. So and the federal so, government wants to know. So this, I mean, the upside, this could actually get the former president in trouble because I'm sure he's got a few shell companies and shady companies <laughs> out there. But for those of us who are, you know, on the up and up, just, you know, struggling and striving with our small businesses, what what's the downside? Like what happens if we don't file this beneficial ownership information with the financial crimes enforcement network of our federal <laughs> government? Like what happens to us? Well, what happened? The fine, there is a fine. There is a $10,000 fine. What? Um, $10,000 fine. Two years imprisonment. Are you kidding so they me? Are serious. Yes. Two years in jail and 10K? Yes. Is it either yes. or, or are we going to get both? Well, it could be, it could be both. Um, if, if for some reason you did not file the paperwork and, and there is a reason because you have a shell company well, and you did not file, the penalty, the penalty is there. Wow. So um, our colleague James Farr from Conversation Live is in the chat. He wants to know if the law only applies to the private sector or are nonprofits also required to fill this um, BOI paperwork out? Yes, yes. Nonprofits are exempt because nonprofits do not have an owner. Okay. So nonprofits are exempt. And... um, if your company is um, already report that information to the SEC, is so um, if your company is traded on Wall Street, you are exempt because that information is already provided to the federal government because you have to register um, with the with Securities SEC. and Exchange Commission. Yeah, right. So, yeah, my my company's not a nonprofit. It is not traded on Wall Street check. So pretty much I'm going to have to fill this out. No matter how small, like let's say I just started a tiny company selling earrings and I'm a sole proprietorship. Do I still have to do it? If you are a sole proprietorship, you do not have to register because you are doing business under your social security number. Ah, so you're so, so it the, goes under your individual income. It's not considered a company per se. And not considered a company. But if you have uh, um, an LLC, a partnership, all of those are considered, and and you have to register um, your business. Yes. I mean, and we've talked about this before that something some huge percentage of black owned businesses are sole proprietorships. And and this is uh, and this is what um, where the education um, financial literacy comes in because so many of our businesses are sole proprietors. We do not get the benefits of an LLC, let's say, because we are doing business under our social security number, and as a result, we don't have the finances. So if you are doing business under your social security number, 
that is weight on your social security. So when I pull your credit profile, I see that, oh, you pay your bills on time every month, but your credit score is five something or six something, very low. And that is because you are sharing your credit report with your business. Mm. So instead of you doing business on the, under your EIN number, you're doing business under your Social Security number. As a result, you are liable. You are 100% liable for the, for the success or the failure of that business. So I try to encourage any of my clients that have a business, if you have a business for over three years, you should be getting an LLC because you have, you have tested the waters. Right, but in Cali, you know that in Cali, an LLC costs you. I mean, they're going to charge you a minimum, well, I think it's like 800 bucks every year in California. I'm sure some other states are like that too. In taxes, right. yeah. Right. So that that is one of the drawbacks that prevents many small businesses from registering with the franchise tax board is that $800 that have to be paid every year, whether you make money or not. Okay. And that is preventing a lot of small businesses. Um, 95% of small businesses, black-owned businesses, uh, operating their business as sole proprietors, ninety-five percent. It's a lot of folks. We so got which means no, we got news, traffic, and sports right here. So hold that thought, Marie Deary. Um, we'll address it on the other side. Um, the small small business uh, updates, but also your personal finance. If you got a question or commentary, call us. News, traffic, and sports. Then more with Marie Deary on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominic DePrima when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. Uh, yeah, so we're talking with Marie Deary. She is um, lead counselor for and founder of uh, Wealth Management Financial Advisors. You could find them at Wealth Management LB. Dot com. And we're talking about this uh, BOI this new um, paperwork that is required for all small businesses that f- that are not uh, sole proprietorships. Right before we went to news, traffic, and sports, Marie, you said you were saying that um, 95% of black-owned businesses are sole proprietorship, which means that... They... Um, they- a lot of um, a lot of opportunities that exist for small businesses. Those small businesses um, may not apply, especially when they are doing business on their their social security number. Um, the good news for um, those ninety five percent of black business owners, they do not have to conform with the BOI reporting, but. Um, they, I mean, if, if you have a business and you are using your social security number, it says that all of the, um, of the, of the benefits and the, the negatives of that business affects you personal. You're taking full liability 
of the debts of of that of that business. It 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 just in my opinion, it makes no sense for you to have a business and operating under your social security number. Right, because you, I mean, if you have a house or anything like that, it actually could be taken if something yeah. happens, uh, something exactly. goes wrong with exactly. your business. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So but let's get back to this BOI just for a second, because I know, you know, the the impulse is for me to cover my ears and go, la, 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 Marie's talking, I don't want to hear this. I I actually happen to have an LLC. And I know we have a lot of people in our KBLA delegation that own businesses that are um, corporations of some kind, corporate entities. Right. And you said we have till the end of the year. I feel like it's the kind of thing that we could forget all about and slip between the cracks. So we should probably hop on and do it now. Because when I hear $10,000 fine and two years in jail, it just doesn't seem like it's worth uh, putting it off. Um beneficial yeah. ownership information with the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Uh, you said that, you know, we can do it ourselves. We can go to FINCEN.gov slash BOI. Um, how, but you also said you do this for folks if they want to yes. call you. Yes, yes. Um, you, they, they can call me or they can go on my website. They can send me a, um, a message. Um, this is important. This is important because remember, if you if you're the owner of an LLC, a partnership, an S corporation, a C corporation, that you have to comply. So you don't have a choice. You only have a choice if you have a business that is traded on Wall Street. Um, and I, I want to, I'm on their website and I want to point out though, because now that we've made you aware of this, apparently FinCEN has been notified that people are sending out um, these fake notifications uh, to try to get you to give them their information. Now saying, oh, you have to do the BOI. So they're just saying to make sure you know that don't click on the URL, don't click on the QR code, that those emails and letters are fraudulent because FinCEN won't send any unsolicited requests. So basically, if you don't know about this, it's on you. Um, and so don't get scammed now that you know about it. Um, so if we want to, if we want you to just do it for us, so we don't have to think about it. Um, we how do we contact you for that? Oh, um, just send an email to myself at Marie at wealthmanagementlb.com. Or you can call their office on 562 424. No, 427. Why do I know your number better than you do? Because <laughs> I call Marie when I get in trouble. Yeah, 562 427 Stop, stop, yes, just stop. Yes. But she knows the, she got the um, website right. It's Wealth Management LB. Dot com and just ask about the BOI, uh, the beneficial ownership information. Uh, so the feds want to know about you and your business. And if you won't tell them voluntarily, they're going to put you in jail and take your money. <laughs> Sounds about right. And, rem and remember, if you own 25% or more in, in your LLC, if you're a single member LLC, 
if you um if you have um a partner which is two member LLC if you own 25% or more you are required if you own 25% or more in a C corporation in an S corporation in a partnership you are required and um folks we cannot take this like lightly we have to comply because it is one way of of our country cracking down on um shell companies meaning companies that are only in 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 shell they are not real companies it it is getting up to speed with standards international money money standards it is um trying to curtail um companies that fund um terrorist organization inside or outside of the country and so we want to know the federal government needs to know um you can apply or register on um on FinCEN website and Dominic gave the website um it is it costs no money to register your business what what information do you really need to register we need to know your name your address your social security number your date of birth that's the information we um FinCEN need and um and once you provide that information you will receive uh something in in um in in your email box that said you registered mm. and you have nothing to fear Miles is funny. He said that's about the same as what you need to get on TikTok, but y'all on TikTok and you're probably not on FinCEN. So, um, yeah, so these these are the kinds of things that we have to pay attention to. Sometimes we don't. That's why we're here for you at KBLA. That's why Maria's here for you. We were talking about how such a huge number of black-owned businesses and other small businesses are sole proprietorships. and But whether you're a sole proprietorship or a an LLC or other some other kind of corporation, you must file taxes. And one thing that I learned from you, which I didn't realize before, is that it is better to file taxes, even if you do not have the money to pay the IRS what you owe them, than to not file at all and be out of compliance. Because number one, you're, it's against the law. And number two, even if you owe money, but you're current on taxes, you could still be eligible for certain kinds of programs, right? Yes, yes. And in today's world, there are all types of opportunities that exist if you are in compliance. Take, for instance, many people, um, whether you are uh, a small a small sole proprietor or you are an LLC or an S-Corp or a C-Corp, um, you're looking for grants, free money. There are a lot of grants out there. But you have to be in compliance. Like Dominic said, it costs you no money to owe the federal government. It's better if you owe the federal government and and get on some kind of a payment plan than playing hide-and-seek with the federal government. Because <laughs> if you do not file your taxes, they're going to find you. They know where you are. Yeah, it's they, just a they matter know. Of well, 
Oh, and someone said it. They found you to get you that stimu- stimulus check. So they're going <laughs> to find you to get their money back. And, you know, the crazy thing about it, Marie, We one, I remember we did a workshop one time or some kind of panel discussion in the community. And I learned from you that even if you've been owing the IRS for a long time, just because they haven't come for you yet doesn't mean that they won't. And, it, and that they can come and garnish your social security or disability checks. You think, ha ha, now I'm retired. I got away with it. I owe them all this money and they never came for it. But they can come and take your social security just randomly at any time. I never knew that. Yes, they can come and take 25% of your SSI, um, your retirement benefits that you are collecting. 25% is a lot. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, but, but that does not, you don't have to wait for, um, <laughs> for the government to step in. You, all you have to do is to file your taxes. If you have a business, file your taxes for your business. If you have a, a LLC, uh, a C Corp or an S Corp, file your taxes. Yeah. That's it. And if you don't want to do it, get someone to do it for you. I mean, Marie can do it, 562-427-8277, or uh, Wealth Management LB, no, 8877-427-8877, or go to wealthmanagementlb.com, or find somebody trusted, but don't just get somebody out there waving around a sign. Get somebody that uh, you know where their office is, that you know that they are in the community and have been in the community for some time. Don't get someone who's going to do some quick and dirty taxes for you, and then you're going to be the one holding the bag when the feds decide that whatever you did was illegal. Not too late. If you got a question or commentary, you can call us, 800-920-1580. We are KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. At KBLA Talk 1580, we do more than just talk. We're unapologetically progressive and we don't black down. And we're trying to key, help you keep that black money, that progressive money, that uh, BIPOC money in your BIPOC pocket. Um, and one of the ways you do that is by staying on top of what's going on in terms of what's required of us as business owners and individuals. So this idea of tax compliance, we're talking about that and how even if you don't have the money uh, or maybe you don't owe any money, it's better to be um, caught up on the paperwork because otherwise you cannot qualify for certain opportunities and you can be punished at any time out of the blue uh, by the IRS and the real gangsters, which is the franchise tax board. If you live in <laughs> in California or whatever your state um, tax agency is, what about these certifications you mentioned, Marie, you know, um, certain businesses, you have to be certified to even go into business. Like I'm thinking about, you know, if you're a hairstylist or a cosmetologist of some kind, but many other businesses don't require it. So why should we seek it out? Um, if depending, like you said, if you are a hairstylist, a makeup artist, a barber, you need um, a license. You need not only you need to register your business with the, the Franchise Tax Board, but you need a license to operate. If you are um, tr- if you are a real estate company, um, if you are a um, if they say if you if you're a trader, 
you trade in on, uh, on, on, on the stock market. You need to register your business with the SEC. If you are like, take for instance, like wealth management financial advisors, I need to register with the SEC. So there are certain businesses that need to register with the SEC. And if you are a tradesperson, certain trades need to register with, um, with, with, with the city or with the state. Now, um, it's also true that some certifications that are not required can be helpful to a business. I know you can register with the city of Los Angeles. You can get certified by the city, certified by the county. I'm sure there are other certifications that I don't know about that create opportunities for businesses. Yes. So take, for instance, um, the minority, if you are a minority-owned business, um, you can register with um, the county or, or the, the state to get, um, to get special projects. And so take, for instance, if you're a construction company, it will benefit you to get to have all of your registration in order so you can benefit. And, and, and a part of the BOI reporting is to ensure that, that businesses, small businesses benefit, get the benefit from being a small business, business owner and not, and not being a shell company. So the shell companies take away these opportunities. Um, if, if you look at any freeway in, um, in, in California, these are um, multi-million dollar contracts. And there are companies that they just go into business saying they own, uh, they own this company and get all of these contracts. So this is part of what BOI is trying to crack down on. So these illegitimate companies. Yeah, I know. um, For example, I was surprised when I I've gone to some that uh, workshop Tavis did about um, getting contracts, but also just talking to experts here about getting certified with the county and the city. I didn't realize that some so many of the, they started sending me when I, I I finally got certified by the county for my business Yay Productions and they start sending you all these opportunities. Oh, we're looking for one of these. We're looking for one of these, and and here's the link to apply for your company. And I was surprised that yes. they they don't just need like construction companies. They also need PR firms and writers and all kinds of, you know, soft skills, caterers, things that you might be able to do, your company might be able to do, but we just assume that we're not going to be eligible or they're not looking, they're only looking for accountants and people that lay cement. And and it's amazing the range of opportunities that I have seen since getting certified. Um, And again, yes, yes, Dominic, you are so right. Getting certified. Um, Registering your business with the county. Um, registering your business with the state. These are all benefits that you can um, take advantage of. 
So we did a lot of doom and gloom. I don't like doing doom and gloom, but this is real doom and gloom. <laughs> the beneficial ownership information is a new requirement. We have till the end of the year to do it, but I suggest we do it now. Um, <laughs> I suggest we get Marie to do it now or do it ourselves if we're that guy or that girl at finceen.gov uh, slash BOI. Um, or you can go to wealthmanagementlb.com if you want Marie to do it. This is a new regulation that we have to have in place. We got to do it. Ten thousand fine, two years in jail. Um, I want to ask you, Marie. Though we have we have a different tax deadline this year. Um, what should we be looking out for in twenty twenty four as far as staying in compliance and in you know in alignment? Um, staying in compliance mean filing your taxes on time. If you are a small business, an LLC, uh, um, a C corporation, you need to file your taxes by March 15th, not April 15th, March 15th. If you do not file your taxes by March 15th, you are late. And that means that the penalties and, and interest and what have you. If you are, um, if you have not filed your taxes for ten years or five years, or if you owe the federal government, you can always amend your taxes. Maybe whoever did your taxes before did not consider the amount of money you lost on your business. You can. You have ten years to amend your taxes. It is legal. So we, as, as, as people of color, we have to understand and take advantage, knowing that if you owe the federal government $10,000, you can amend your taxes for the year that, that um, you end up owing that much money. So let's take advantage of the opportunities. Let's get our paperwork in order, and let us do business and make that money. Yes, a whole lot of money out there. We just got to get some of it and then learn how to keep it. Um, the individual tax deadline is when this year? April 15th. Oh, it's back Last to normal. Year, <laughs> we had a lot of the tax. The tax season was mighty long. The tax season ended in November. This year, 2024, is not the same. You need to to get your your personal taxes in line. If you have a business, you need to get your business by March by March fifteenth. Your business taxes are due March fifteenth. Don't forget it. March fifteenth. Okay, real quick, you, you have a webinar tonight. How can we be down? Yes, yes, yes. I have a webinar. I will be going over the BOI in detail tonight. The webinar is at 6.30. You can go on the website and click on webinars, and it will. It, you can register. And, and remember, the webinars, it's all about financial literacy. It's all about growing your money. It's all about passing, on, passing it on. The webinar is every Wednesday night at 6.30. We have been doing the webinars for the past, well, going on now for four years, we have been doing these webinars wow. every Wednesday evening at 6.30, and it's free. Wealthmanagementlb.com. Marie Deary, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dominic and KBLA. 
Tavis Molly's up next. You know he has an excellent show in store for you. My quotes are back. Yes, they're back today. I'm going to Booker T. Washington in the name of all that money out there. Uh, he says, character, not circumstances, make the man. I love that character. Not circumstances, make the man. Don't forget to meet me up on the social media, KBLA 1580 or DePrima Radio, and like, subscribe, follow. Um, I, I'm always grateful to be in conversation with you. I'm Dominique DePrima. History is now, and we are making it together. Until tomorrow, one love.